And welcome back, everybody. Another edition, playing the field. We're here. We got Ricky. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jack Brady back. Once again. I, I know. This it's is becoming a week. It's crazy. <laughs> He's kind of the third co-host now. I guess. It's kind of worked out that way. Uh, and Johnny Hudson's back. Another recurring guest Thank here. Thank you guys. Thank you. Guys. Able to pull it, off the four mic system. I know it. We yeah. First time ever we had four people on successfully. We've failed before. But, uh, yeah, it's funny because <laughs> when Jack's on the podcast, he usually mentions Johnny. And then when Johnny's on the podcast, he usually <laughs> yeah. mentions Jack. Yeah, that's because... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, like, I don't think it's as much. I don't think it's as... <laughs> well, I haven't been here as much. You know. I always but, shout, I always shout you out. You know, we always, we always text each other when stuff happens. Oh, yeah. No, it's, and which know. is... We, we, Helps you root for the same team. We actually recently, yeah. we laughed about it because, like... We are texting each other things that both of us are seeing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're both getting the Twitter notifications. Like, well, did you see Kenny Yolliday? Yeah, did you see Kenny Yolliday went to the Giants? Like, he just saw that. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. like we both great don't stuff. know. Yeah. But, I know you know. He yeah. texts me you know. because I, I always don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm always the last to know. There was one thing that I... I I, I said something. It was like something minor. I was like, oh, Deshaun Jackson went to this team. And everyone oh, was like... It was like, whoa, really? How'd you get, how'd you know that? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. This is what it feels like. Yeah. 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 It's a great, it's a great feeling. It's a good break news. No first is a good feeling. Oh yeah. Always. You feel like you're connected. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's connected. Yeah. No, this Jack, guy is the Jack source. Brady. stays a step ahead. Yeah. Jack always. is like it's... our group's Woj. <laughs> yeah. That's how Maybe I I'm consider Shams because I'm a little after, you know? I don't know. Shams is catching up. He is catching up. Shams ruined the all-star draft. Oh yeah. And that pissed me off. Because, like, dude, come on, who cares? He was reading all the, because, like. He was like, LeBron will be taking Giannis. Like, right before, before the they started. picked him, yeah. I'm like, dude. Like, yeah, well, that, yeah, that happened. Because um, he's so, he's so It happened with the real draft, too. Yeah, it did yeah. happen with the real yeah. draft. And then it's like. It's, there was no point in watching. <laughs> no and then point he, in yeah. watching the draft. He, Woj tells me who they picked. And, and then, then he. And then they get blur, picked. <laughs> right? Gets picked. Then he blurts about his podcast. And then he spoils <laughs> the next pick. Literally. Yeah. And it's that on a cycle. It's unbelievable. Um. All right, let's get into free agency a little bit here. Uh, we'll start with Kenny Galladay. We were having that like touching on this a little earlier today. Um, what do we think? I know you're not a fan. I'm. I, I wouldn't say I'm not a I, fan. You're not a. You're a fan of Kenny Galladay. I lo- yeah, I like Kenny of, Galladay. Yeah. I think he's a good player. I just think that um, you know, it's like 18 million at least. 18 mil, and then he's 20. He's 28. He's in his fourth season, or he's going into his fifth. He's twenty eight. He's turning twenty eight because he came out of he came out of college when he was twenty four, and that already like how is that a thing? Brandon Whedon. Brandon oh, Whedon. Like, yeah. like okay, okay, okay. Yeah, twenty eight coming out of college. Yeah, really. You know, but I think that he like if it works, I think that um, their GM is trying to save their job because if it doesn't work this year, if Daniel Jones doesn't work this year, then it's like when you have draft a quarterback, you give him three years. Josh Allen popped in his third year. Sam Darnold didn't pop in his third year. Think, I mean, I'm just saying because they yeah. same draft, right? Baker Mayfield, they're probably going to keep him. Yeah, he Josh popped Rose in his third year. But you give your, you get you draft a quarterback early. You got to give him three years. So I think that if Daniel Jones Busts. doesn't do well, then it's the quarterback's no good, which means we got to get a new GM to start this thing I'm, over. I'm shocked at the amount of Giants fans that really like Daniel Jones. Yeah, they, they, they love him. They, they love him. They love him. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you let me tell I you something. I don't quite understand it. I Eli? see him, and I see like a touchdown, two picks, and a fumble that was recovered by his own team. A lot of, a lot so, of sh- a couple shanks too. A couple know, shanks. A couple shanks. I know in the game. exactly where you're going. Like if you, 
Eli won two Super Bowls. <laughs> think about Eli. Think about the quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls, right? And then throw Eli in there twice, right? The Giants, Giants fans will always talk about their championships, right? And Eli wasn't like the best, like most like, oh, this guy's great. He wasn't like a top five quarterback. I don't know if any season. No. He was a top five no. quarterback. No. no. And he so, was always throwing. He was, he was, and he was, he was unathletic. He would make some bad reads sometimes. And when Daniel Jones comes in, we get him early. They picked him six. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked like Eli, you know. Literally, I know. Uh, but he's got some. He's got some speed. But he's him, got you know? some speed. He's an exciting player. He has the most turnovers in his first two seasons than yeah. any other qu- quarterback in NFL history. So, like, they love him because he's kind of like exhilarating, and you want to root for him. And you think that he's almost like an Eli, re- like clone, like that uh, they no, think. No, no, no. I'm saying he looks like Eli, like, like in the yeah. Blue, so, like, know? to Giants it's, fans, it's, it's like. like Eli with a little speed. Wait, he can run, <laughs> but they don't understand what's. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna argue just a little. Okay, because right. here's my here's my feeling about Daniel Jones, and this is how I did, I could be wrong, but I didn't like Josh Allen year two either, and year one it was even worse, <laughs> and I, and he was a lot of the same ideas. Like he was he was able to get out of the pocket, but I didn't think he did it good enough. To be, and he wasn't a good enough passer where I was like, this is going to work. And then they got him a number one receiver in Stephon Diggs, and he looked like the second best quarterback in the AFC. And the thing that is true about Daniel Jones is he, now, there, there was a very low bar, but he did improve last year. He, he, he improved. He did, especially towards the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, Baker Mayfield is living proof that you can surround your quarterback with good enough talent, and they'll get to the playoffs. Yeah, so. I, is. Is Kenny Galladay a Stefan Diggs level receiver though? I don't like, know, is but he he's really because like he was he's the guy that kind of changed the Bills' offense? Yeah, yeah. But he's a Kenny Galladay doesn't. I don't know if he stays healthy. The Lions is I he mean, really he was re- awesome on the Lions, and they had nobody. Yeah. yeah. So and no run game. So like they knew everybody knew the Lions were. He'll catch you double coverage. He'll catch an obvious but passing situation. He's also situation. with Stafford. He was okay. I think that um, Daniel Jones. We'll see his deep ball. Yeah. But um, we haven't really seen that because their only deep throw is really like um, Slayton, and he's not like super consistent. But I was just going to say that the thing is with like Josh Allen, right? If you watch like what Josh Allen did wrong, like in his first two seasons, you could see how you can coach and scheme him so that he does well. And he also has like the, the physical stature. Like, what does that's, that's what I was going to say? There, there, for me, there's nothing that Daniel Jones does like exceptionally well that you can say, exactly all right, saying. if we coach these things up, he's going to be a franchise guy. Right. If That's you looked at Josh Allen, I was just going to say this. He's 6'5", six, yeah. big hands, which they love, uh, Oh yeah. can move, Feet. quick release. Yeah. And Strong what arm. I've also Strong noticed arm. from him early on is that he has a willingness, which is no huge fear. for a team. No fear. To just take a shot yeah. to make a throw, yeah. which is uh, not a lot of quarterbacks have that, you know? So there were things about there were things about yeah Josh Allen that were like okay he's struggling right now but these things are still at play Daniel Jones doesn't I'm trying to think of something yeah that he that he's, is like he's a little quick that's, 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 but 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 that's like a box you got to check now yeah, in this age the, the Giants offense I mean like if Daniel Jones can just be good enough I mean like Slayton is a good receiver 
They have mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard still, yeah. right? Who's good Evan receiver. Ingram, like, Kyle Rudolph. Evan, yeah, I heard that argument the other day of Daniel Jones didn't have weapons. No, that, I like, couldn't have disagreed more. I, yeah, they they're not always they healthy. Have, they don't have yeah, elite. They, they they never like really play together because somebody's always hurt. But Evan Ingram also is. I'm not gonna say he's a bust, but he's also like he was a Pro Bowler. Definitely shouldn't have been a Pro Bowler, but there his weapons are like good. It's not like that's what, yeah, it's I not like terrible. Like you can't work with this. Right. It's not there like, are guys. There are yeah, guys. They got throw people. The ball they got too. some people. And, yeah. and making Sterling Shepard someone's second. someone's in every game that you yeah. can throw the ball yes. to. Yeah, you and, know. And making Sterling Shepard your second receiver and making Darius Slayton your third or whatever way you mm-hmm. want to put it. I mean, those guys and those positions are good. Sterling Shepard yeah. being your number one is not like, yeah, bad, but two or three. But yeah. two or three is is not bad. Yeah. So I yeah, I agree with right everybody's there. points. Daniel Jones is not even close yet, but. They've given him They've all given him that what he needs to hypothetically be yeah. success. And if he's not, then you and know the defense is good. The defense is good. I think. Yeah, the defense so, is good. Do you have a healthy Saquon. You coach up the yeah. line yeah. a little bit more. They're mix up your so mix up your offensive scheme. Yeah, you because like you can't you can't put that load back on Saquon again. Pause. No, no. I mean, you know, but you can't. You can't because he's can't. he's he's gonna get hurt. Immediately, as he has almost every year, just yeah. sort of immediately on that. So, so yeah, because you have a healthy Saquon now. You got Kenny Galladay, bona fide number one. Do we even know if Saquon's going to be the same? We have no idea. Well, I mean, I think but that I think that you know now. Did he get like, hurt in college? Yeah, but he's still young. He's yeah. just young. Like, okay. Okay. It's would, hard to put a label on that right yeah. now. People, you know, AP tore his ACL, came back, and you know, won MVP. And they, both of those guys are, are different breeds. Different breeds physically. Yeah. Um, 100%. But I, I no, I think Saquon. It's going to be interesting because I have no idea if he's going to be good. I don't know what the line's going to look like. I think the Giants, line got worse. The reason the reason that it's so controversial is because the Giants went really hard in free agency and decided to be what they wanted to be a year earlier than everyone. Look, can you yeah. can you pull up for me what the Giants who the Giants got? I because I got a Joy Jackson today. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Uh, Leonard Williams. They Leonard Williams. They resigned to a lot of money. Really? Oh yeah, he's getting like so Aaron Donald of, money. They're just kind of going for it. They're going for it. Which it's a year earlier than everybody would have suspected. Is my is I think why it's so like oh what is happening? Leonard Williams, just real quick. Is, Maybe you um, bring in a receiver, see how the offense does. Yeah, and then, and then you, yeah, exactly. But I, uh, Leonard Williams is getting I think three years, sixty three million. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's and it's like I think he's right behind Aaron Donald. For interior defensive line average per year, like contract, oh, yeah. he's better, right? and he's tied with Demarcus Ware, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence, excuse me, for the fifth highest paid. Like when it comes to edge rushers, mm-hmm. so he's getting paid Aaron Donald money, and I don't think that he's like no, he's Aaron Donald bringing Aaron yeah. Donald talent. Definitely not Aaron Donald. So I, 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 they're 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 going for broke right now. You know they're playing their hand. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I'm they're not. Young, if you think you can win, I have no problem. With people overpaying, yeah. like I, I even think that this JJ Watt signing is a good signing. And I think the Cardinals are in a spot where they say, "Look, we have an improving team, we have a young team. Let's add a veteran guy that we know we can Before win." Before you have with. to pay Kyler too, AJ right. Green, Same. yeah, great awesome, signing. great signing. Love great that signing. signing. Um, because him is like the second or third guy. Putting Fitz in the is just absurd. I, I will say about AJ Green real quick. Um, I think that like there's been a trend of like physical, like big brooding receivers, and then once they hit like twenty eight, twenty nine. They kind of fall off the cliff. Des Bryant, Des Bryant is like a perfect example, yeah. because it's like 
you're only going to be like physically empowering every like powering over everybody for so long yeah. you know but AJ Green is a good you know signing they have another but, but I think as the guy that's like hey DeAndre Hopkins isn't open exactly Christian yeah. Kirkson like it's not yeah. like he's yes if he was a bangle he would struggle because he would be the guy and he can't be the guy but being the the third guy third option yeah. is not a bad thing no um, yeah. so yeah no and I agree I think the Cardinals did it, but they again they wait they waited a year they went and got D Hop mm-hmm. and then they were like okay this is what we are now I feel like we can do this yeah. give Kyler but another year Giants, yeah the Giants are probably thinking the NFC East is not good it's not yeah that's I mean, true the, the Redskins are many years away Washington still football team. The, sorry, I don't understand the some of their moves yeah many really? years away uh, I just like yeah they got who did they get. Uh, yeah, Curtis, Samuel. Curtis Samuel, Samuel, yeah, right? Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's I don't understand I just, Ryan Fitzpatrick move, but yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah. I think I just don't understand. Draft, I think they just don't think they're gonna get a quarterback this year. Yeah, but I mean, like, <sighs> then why don't you want to just lose? Well, I mean, you can't. I mean, do like, that. yeah, they want to after what? Because because no, because and like you 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 made the playoffs last year. Like, it's one thing if your team sucks, and then you're like, all right, let's just keep losing, try to get somebody, tank for Trevor, you know. But like. If you're a team that made that like was super close to the playoffs in a weak division, like I mean, uh, you, the you Cowboys aren't about they, to be like that next year though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, They'll maybe Heineke, that guy. They're gonna be. That's true. That like, if you make nice, you, you know? made the playoffs with Taylor Heineke, a worse offense or a worse receiving core. Yeah, and Curtis a Sam solid a defense that's like pretty that. young like in itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you Curtis really have only where to go out. from up, yeah, and like, how many how many free agent options at quarterback were there this year? Not a lot, not no, a lot. Dak, I have to imagine. And like, they made the playoffs, so their their draft spot's not great. Yeah, and they they probably don't have a lot of draft. Which right is in that terrible spot. That terrible spot. Exactly. Which and is, honestly, considering they were rebuilding, it was probably an awful thing. They, I yeah. mean, like, well, I mean, ah, see, this is you what know, I'm saying. This is it's why I say when you're at like two, three, or four. And you don't know if your quarterback is your guy, you have to take a quarterback. Because if they took Justin Herbert, even if they took Tua last year instead of Chase Young, their D line would still be good, and yeah. they'd be in a much better position right now. Yeah, that's always the argument. Yeah, that's always the argument. But, but, but the tough thing Chase is, Young like, is Chase Young is amazing. Chase Young is a is so a, like a generational you can't type be like, talent. He's no, not the right pick. <laughs> when no, that exactly. D-line is healthy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. probably it's top three. In but the, the NFL. thing is, is just like. If you want a quarterback, like right now we're in a super quarterback-driven league. Oh, yeah. So like, there might be one, th- one, two, three, four might be quarterbacks this year. I don't think it's going to happen. No. But, like, one I, hope, I really hope not. This quarterback <laughs> class is super stacked. It's, it's Next either, year's quarterback class isn't that isn't yeah. stacked. It's either quarterback or O-line. And it's like, yeah. But, like, when you have, like, that chance, I just. No, I, I agree with you. It's just you so different. Because the, the football team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're probably gonna be in the same spot next year in the draft. Yeah, that's, like barely that's making what the playoffs. I was saying, yeah, and it's like, when are you gonna get a quarterback? You're gonna sign somebody. Yeah, and are you, is your stuff good enough to the point Nobody where you can exactly develop, is. take someone late, and, and then develop, develop them? Like, do you have a Shanahan? It falls like the quarterbacks in the in the NFL draft after like the top like fifteen, I would say top ten maybe. It like falls off because okay. think about like outside of I think Derek Carr and like. Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson. Those are the three quarterbacks that got taken out of the second out of the first round and Tom Brady that are playing right now, like starting right now. 
Those are the only quarterbacks that got taken out of the first like, round. There's so many young developing and, quarterbacks. No, I know, but like a lot of them, a lot of them is it's it's so situational based. Like that's what I always say with Deshaun. Look at like, Sam Darnold. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, no, but that's what yeah. I would say with Deshaun. Like I think Deshaun is amazing. I don't want to say that he's not amazing, but like he got put into the perfect scenario at the time with the Texans. Like D Hop, Will Fuller, great defense. Like. He was just put in a situation to succeed. So if you're a quarterback that's getting drafted in those later rounds, if you're put in a position to succeed, if you are under a quarterback who can bring you along, yeah. right? Like Aaron Rodgers would pick 24th, mm-hmm. right? In the I, I also mean um, like in recent years. No, I know, I know. But I'm just saying that in general, it a lot of later it's rounds a, is just situational. Basically. Yeah, like that's If you true. are put into the right situation for you, you will succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you aren't, you're going to struggle. That, I mean, that's just... That's been proven in the yeah. NFL time and time again. Because you just got you get guys that are you're like, how are you? What you are? No one thought you were going to be this good coming out of college. Well, you got put into a situation where it's like, oh, that you are going to succeed. It yeah. makes sense that you're succeeding. True. Yeah. Um, just to kind of circle back to the Giants, I think the worry is like, like we we obviously are four teams that are with winning records that are signing big fish to try to get themselves over the top. But it's where we run into the trouble is the teams like the Giants that haven't really established that they're a successful team. Yeah. All of a sudden, just think that breaking the bank and free agency is going to solve gonna all their problems. Yeah, that's well, dangerous. It's, it's very, very dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. It's the, it's the big argument in it's a, it's a big argument in sports. It happens in basketball all the time. You know, that's why people get on the Knicks so much. Is like, why are you signing... A bunch to, of people. A bunch yeah. of people to just know that you're not... Because there's only three teams that are going to win the finals. Why are you signing a bunch of people to just be mediocre? Right. Even if you make the playoffs, who cares? Yeah. Just be bad. But that is dangerous for the league. And it's dangerous for the NFL, too. Because it's And there's also something to be said about like the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Clippers right. are perfect examples of teams that were just like, you know what, we just want to win for the sake of winning. And then all of a sudden, the right opportunity opened up. Big fish came into play, and they were able to grab them because no, and of the it, culture. And it does happen, but it, it is a tough situation, like with the Giants, where I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, and so all of a sudden it's like, so we signed all these people to possibly win our division? Question marks, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, why why do that? But at, I mean, at some point you gotta t- you gotta just do something. Yeah. You can't just sit and be horrible forever. <laughs> I mean, that's. Why would yeah. you want to do that? I mean, you're going to get fired. I would say, um, I well, I agree with you. You know, I think that um, in football, when you because, like, I've realized recently that football is like 100 percent about money. It's oh, like, God, yeah. how does your team use their salary cap and their draft um, draft capital to make your team better? Like, I think a perfect example is like the Niners, right? Like the Niners draft they they draft people from top to bottom first of all in the first round they always take a defensive lineman right or offensive or offensive lineman so it's like why do they do that because at the end of the day it's the foundation of football you can't win a game if you're not winning the the line at the line on offense and defense right so when you use your your money you have to use your your money to supplement your team that's how you win you have your team you draft your team you build your team up you coach them up well and then you say, all right, now we can go and sign Trent Williams for this huge contract because we don't have to pay a guy like Nick Bosa right now because we drafted that guy. 
Nor do we have to draft another. Nor do we have to draft another. Right. And then you say, all right, we got Trent Williams. He's a huge part of our offense. We're going to pay that guy a lot of money because he's extremely important. And then we're going to try to win some Super Bowls. Right. But when teams just say, oh, dang, uh, we need we need an in, in, inside lineman. <laughs> all right, let's just throw bring money it, at him. him. Yeah. Let's just bring him in. And then they don't have young players on rookie contracts to supplement their team. It's extremely difficult to win, you know, Super yeah. Bowls. Same thing with quarterbacks. You know, the cheap quarterback contract is like extremely valuable because you can spend your money elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah. Look at like the the Cardinals signed JJ Watt. Now they got Chandler Jones, JJ Watt because they don't have to pay Kyler for two years. It's the same with the Chiefs. They didn't have to pay back Mahomes, and then they had to pay back Mahomes. See you entire entire offensive line. Oh, line. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be so interesting. They put they picked up some people though. They yeah. picked up yeah. Thuny, they yeah. Thuny? They, oh, they, they gave him him so much. Yeah. Why? Uh, gave him so much. I mean, he's he's amazing. You know, he's I, guaranteed more than Trent Williams. Why? I would assume he's he he's played every game in like the past four years. Oh, okay, yeah. that's and he has great. like like three penalties. That's kind of what that's kind of what they need is consistency. Consistency. On the line. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pose a question because I'm curious what you guys think. Because I I've thought this for a while. I think that first of all, obviously, we all know how important it is to have a good GM. In oh the yeah, hundred like, percent. Vital. I think. You know, the Browns have found a GM that knows what he's doing. Andrew Barry is a does, monster. Does the right he is thing he's great. a monster. He's, yeah, does the, right thing. the Saints, I think, have had a GM for a while. Mickey knows, Loomis. Knows what he's doing, right? Patriots the same. But I think the Chiefs GM is just lucky. I don't think he's good. <laughs> well, I would... And, and okay. I, I'll make my argument for it. Yeah. Okay. The Patrick Mahomes pick, unbelievable pick. No one... In their right mind, knew what he that he was going to be this. No, even picking him, they didn't know he was going to be this. Right? They just knew that Alex Smith was winding down. He was there, so and there was a ton up. of potential too. And there was a ton of potential, so may as well, right? And they took him. And then they they signed a lot of people, but I feel like they signed a lot of people because it's like, whoa, we have Patrick Mahomes. Would you like to play with Patrick Mahomes? Yes, <laughs> great. Sign this. <laughs> I don't know if that's obviously. I he's doing a great job. I, I want to know how Tariq. I mean, they were a competitive football team before. Is the thing. Yeah. So Tar- yeah, I'm that's just gonna. True. You, that's true. You, you they drafted Kelsey and Hill. They did draft Kelsey. Yeah, made Alex true. Smith look good. You know, Alex Smith like, was good. Alex Smith is a good quarterback. A I just don't think he's top tier. And I think this yeah. offseason showed a little bit of the less of the top tierness of like I don't know what to do when I have to pay all these people. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with you, but I also think like Sean. You know, Sean Payton said that if Pat like they they couldn't trade up, right? But if Patrick Mahomes was there, when he he oh, was definitely going to take him. And like when you have like a coach like Andy Reid, right? When you're a, when you're a good GM, like well, I mean, they drafted Kelsey, they drafted I, they found a good coach. They have Andy Reid, who's like the the wizard. He's like Gandalf or like. You know, Dumbledore. It kind of looks like him, but just with, <laughs> without the gray hair. But when you have a coach like that and you're the GM, you guys, you and the coach and the everybody in the front office need to say, all right, this guy, if we get this guy and we can coach him up with Andy Reid and we have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, it could be a deadly, deadly offense. Yeah, but I, I do agree that There's he's – There's a of luck to this, yeah. Yeah, like you know, like undeniable. He had like the the Tooney deal was a lot. It was a lot of money. Yeah, but like also to your, I was gonna say, um, they offered Juju a contract. They offered yeah. like they offered like three people contracts, and 
they didn't decide to go to the Chiefs. I I can't remember who. I know Juju was one of them. Juju was one of them. But like we'll we'll see. I mean, like we won't know how he is as a GM until Patrick's money starts affecting yeah. the cap because that's, that's when it gets that's tough. It's so crazy because like they've won a Super Bowl, right? For the first time in yeah. like 50, 60 years. Yeah. And yet if they don't win at least two more in the next twelve, it's a bust. Yeah. Sort of. And which it's is, so difficult to win is, Super Bowls. Yeah, it's, it's so, hard it's so Super difficult Bowl. to win Tom Brady Super Bowls. Makes it look like easy eating cake. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, in the last two years, Patrick Mahomes has made it look pretty easy to get there. Yeah, but the thing is, is that he was making no money. Yeah, true. And that's and, that's and, another thing. I don't know if the, I would say that the Chiefs GM is lucky. I would say that when in the NFL has anyone ever made that much money? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, uh, how, is, nobody, is, nobody is, knows how to how to navigate the waters of, like, free agency when you're paying someone $50 million a yeah, year. No, that's no? True. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. No, he's he's in uncharted waters. Yeah. No one has ever experienced what he's And doing. I just want to say, I think the luckiest GM of all time has to be Bill Belichick, right? Because yeah. <laughs> you, you take this guy out of Michigan, oh. he comes into the combine out of shape, he's standing in his boxers, he doesn't look like a good football like player. Pillsbury Doughboy. Pillsbury Doughboy. A Cinderella story. And then out of nowhere, with the help of his coach Bill Belichick, he becomes the goat. That's that's that's. You're not Bill Belichick saying Bill Belichick is all the other quarterbacks he's drafted have been Garbaggio. Hey 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 hey. 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 Jimmy, but we'll see. Yeah, well, the we're jury gonna, we're gonna, is still out season, on Jimmy. Next season's going to be yeah, very the tough. Jur- the jury's still out on, on, on Jimmy. You know that. He's I, your quarterback. I know. Even I know. Jacoby Brissett was like a fine starter. I mean, he drafted I mean, him back. Right? I mean, oh, fine. fine. Yeah. He just got but regulated to like second running back. He was in, fine. I mean, you're not, quarterbacks games. are hard to draft, right? Yeah, no, like, no, no. No, I understand that. Also understand where the Patriots are picking from. Most no, no, they, and, they, and they don't need a quarterback. A quarterback. Yeah. Right, so, but I mean, like he's drafted a lot of quarterbacks. Look how many quarterbacks he's, he's drafted. Struggled in the draft. He has struggled in yeah, the draft, which yeah. is true. But you should, you guys should look up their quarterbacks that they've the drafted, Patriots other than Jimmy. Phenomenal Chicago. job, in my opinion. You think so? We're going, Interesting we're talking about debate. It. I well, was hoping we were going we're to get to this. I didn't bring it up. I went on the record. It. I didn't bring it up. I was waiting for it to come. Okay? I was waiting for it to come. <laughs> you, did, you did a great job, Andrew. I think they. Did. I, I'm proud. I'm actually really happy. I didn't bring up the Niners either, and you did it. Oh, oh I did. I shout out, hey man. I, no, I just, he, knows where, he knows what show he's on. Exactly. Know? Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll gotta pander a little bit. This show should be called Boston to SF. What you okay. Because I, I have a feeling I know. Because I know you. But <laughs> here's what here's what I think. I think the Cam Newton signing was for one year. Mm-hmm. Two. I think so yeah. Two. Two? No, no, it's one. 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 Okay. So one year is one year, right? It's not like we're paying in multiple years. It's not like my feeling is Ricky pointed out the quarterbacks in the free agency, not a lot. You're not getting much, right? You're not getting a good draft pick. You're not getting a quarterback in the draft. Most likely right now. That's probably not gonna happen, right? So it's not out of the realm, but it's not but like it's not as plausible. Yeah. And the Patriots system is very complicated. What Bill Belichick does offensively is very complicated. And Cam Newton right now is the only quarterback besides Tom Brady that knows it. Yes. Really. Yeah. At all. And Hoyer, you know. And Hoyer. Which if you want to roll with if you want to just if you want to just want to lose, like yeah, if you want to lose almost all your games, you can run with Hoyer. Or Matt Castle. There's a small percentage of Patriots fans that want Hoyer to start. And that's incredible. Small percentage. Gotta be yeah. racist is the 
No, we have Stidham. Hey, we have Stidham. Oh, excuse oh, us. <laughs> Who's also garbage, but yes. So I think you bring in Cam Newton. You bring back Cam Newton, right? Who knows the offense? One year, six million with fourteen in incentives. It's yeah. not like yeah. yeah, right. So it's not even a lot of money. And then you absolutely beef your defense, right? Your defense. Everybody's coming back. Patrick Trump, you lost your retirement, but we don't. He's, he wouldn't even even started. No, you signed so. a lot of people on, on the defensive side, where your defense is going to be. Pretty much at the level it was with Tom Brady's last season in New England. Yeah. And you gave Cam more weapons offensively. Yeah. So who and was, with a second year in this, like this is yeah. His, who was the, the wide receiver they signed? Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. And Bourne coming off of from the Niners. And, Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. And both of those guys are classic Belichick. All of a sudden they have 800 yards, and you're like, how do they have 800 yards in a season? Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I agree, and I, I don't just, think I sorry, don't I think that Cam you. Newton. Is going to be Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. That's not no. possible. No. But are they now a playoff team? If Cam Newton can can put together nine good games, which I, I he's a former MVP. I know his shoulder is totally screwed, and that sucks. But I think he can put together nine games with the system that Bill Belichick has. With three Pro Bowl offensive linemen, right, and the quarterback with running capabilities. And a good defense. I think would have to picture the Patriots winning 10 games. That's what I... Well, are you going to win the division? No, the Bills are going to win no. the division. But are you going to get a wild-card playoff game? Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, all the guys you signed, I was like, yeah, that's another pretty good signing for not a lot of money. <clears throat> so, I, mean, I don't oh, know. Is that what you a think? Lot of, a lot of the money was guaranteed, though, wasn't it? Yeah, Some of it, yeah. True. It was... Like sixty to seventy percent. That's probably. true. I remember you showed me this like, the graphic, John, with like, all the teams <laughs> with the, with with the, the guaranteed, guaranteed money, money and, and they were like awful. I would, my only counter to that would be like none of them are Bill Belichick, you know. But I really think that uh, I love I love the signings. I know you guaranteed a lot of money, but your system when you had two tight ends was incredible, yeah. and you got two two pretty good tight ends. And I think that yeah, I think right. that I think that maximizes like trying to keep Cam's arm healthy, which, I mean, I think you would want to do completely because I really think your offense really and, depends and on Cam's were, arm. Right, and people were saying that Cam Newton had a lot of success in Carolina throwing to Greg Olson in the middle of the field. So now Belichick just put in two targets that can occupy the middle of the field, and Aguilar represented that deep threat that I guess... My, my thing is, is like, you, I feel like you need more than just Aguilar on the deep threat because, like... He, since when has he been like an elite guy? And I know he's been the deep threat on the teams he's been on, but I don't know. He's always been wishy washy, in my opinion. And like, you know, we we do call him No Hands Nelson. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he's flawed. I'm not saying Aguilar is perfect. I think Philly might have just. I mean, like the pro. I just my thing was the problem last year was you needed that like number one guy to get open last year, and I don't know if you signed anybody like that. Now you did get the two tight ends, so maybe that's just the the answer to that. To that problem and if that's the case i mean i love your offense and you you added kyle van noy but what's with patriot players coming back from different teams because they can't a lot of them can't play anywhere else yeah, because yeah. Bill belichick yeah. is like the puppet master a little bit <laughs> well and, and also clearly no one really wanted kyle van noy so no that was true but like he took less money didn't he yeah he did yeah he was gonna. He he yeah. didn't. He got outplayed by some random guy on the Dolphins. That's why the cool. Dolphins cut him. Van Winkle, I think, was his name. <laughs> or is that the book? 
Rip Van Winkle. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like Van I really don't know. Greek, Greek, Greek or something like that. Something like that. Uh, let's go with Van Winkle because I like that. Okay, nice. That's the best. I don't Anybody? know. Anybody? You can go. go. Okay. Go, John. All right. Go. So, I just want to reiterate. I don't think that the Patriots are worse. I think Andrew thinks that I think the Patriots are worse than they were last year. I think that they're better than they were last year, right? Because they added a bunch of people. They didn't have any weapons. They added a bunch of weapons. My only thing is the Patriots, if we look back at their draft for the last four years, their drafts, they've, like, except for the offensive line, they've whiffed on, like, every pick except for J.C. Jackson. Maybe one of their running backs, Damian Harris or Sonny Michelle, pick them, whichever one you want to say they didn't whiff on. Um, Tight ends whiffed on them. Offensive line, they didn't whiff. Wide receivers, they whiffed on. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody or Bill Belichick. You know, he's the greatest coach of all time. But, like, when you have a team that doesn't have any, like, like, my whole thing is, you know, like, teams that build through the draft, you know, like, like teams that have a great organization, a great organizational strategy that are always good, that are always in the playoffs, like the Ravens, like the, like the Niners, like now, since they have their guys, but um, I'm trying to think like the Steelers, I guess the Steelers always build through the draft. You don't see the Steelers going out, you know, buying like spend a lot of money on a bunch of people. But I will say that, you know, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Anything could happen, but when you look at the base team on the Patriots, there's nobody that you're like, other than, you know, Stephon Gilmore, he's great. He's a little old. And J.C. Jackson, you know, they're defensive players. Like, I just don't see how you take Hunter Henry, who gets hurt every year, and Jonu Smith, who played in the Shanahan offense, which relies on good tight end play, like Robert Tunyon. Like, um, who's... Robert Tunyon, who's oh Kittle? Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another channel. I didn't know that. But, I didn't know Vrabel was. Well, Arthur Smith is because uh, Arthur's because before Matt Lafleur, Mike Lef- older Lafleur on the Packers. Before he was on the Packers, he was the offensive coordinator on the Titans. Okay. And Arthur Smith was under him. I see. And just like how you guys had your people leave, he's part of people the, come he's up. Part of the tree. He's part of the tree. He's part of the he's tree. Part of the tree. Yeah. So I think that you know Hunter Henry, they're both the the third and the fourth highest paid tight ends of all time, right? Uh, John Lewis Smith sure. and then Hunter Henry. Uh, I think Nelson Aguilar is like, you know, wishy-washy, like you said, Ricky, but he's also making $16 million against the cap next year. Yeah, that, that, that part. And that's guaranteed. That. And, like, next year the cap is going to boom. And, like, I just think that the Patriots are going to be like, dang, we spent a lot of money last yeah, year. That, that's and this year, like, we could have drafted people – built the team up, and then said, let's spend our money this year. But they didn't want to do that. That's yeah, that, that's my that's only That's probably thing. true. I, I, the only thing, with Nelson Aguilar, I, I do think that people, I, my feeling was is I feel like people are underestimating how good he was on the Raiders. Okay, I will say he was good on the Raiders, right? But before that, he th- that was like his best season on the Raiders, right? Okay, right. time out. Who are the other receivers on the Raiders? Henry Ruggs. And how did Henry Ruggs yeah, do? Darren Bust. Waller. Darren, Darren Waller, Waller, tight end. He nice. Their best receiver. And then who else? Tyrell Williams, the guy that they signed, didn't play the whole season, and that was with the Lions. Yeah, correct. And Nelson Aguilar was the best receiver on that team. He Who else are the receivers? Yeah, I don't know. that's true. You know, but I think that Bill Belichick is the type of guy to have a wide receiver that goes for like 1,000 yards and then just let him walk. 
let somebody else pay him. Let somebody else pay that running back. And you feel like they and did the opposite. And then I feel like they did the opposite. And I just feel like, true. why would Bill Belichick do what he has never done? It is I the, think the know, reason yeah, for that is, uh, is because of Tom Brady, right? Uh-huh. You could do that before because yeah. Tom Brady was going to make it up. Bill Belichick has now realized, hey, we can't get away with this anymore. We need to change our ways a little bit. And, they and I've always thought that that way was stupid. I always mm-hmm. was like, why don't they pay somebody? Like... We're a competitive team. We're in it every year. We, we're a contending team. Why don't we just get another stud and pay somebody, you know? You could argue that the Patriots may have lost Super Bowls because of that logic. This guy thinks you he's going to get Randy Moss again for next to nothing. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. That's um, what it is. I just – I think I think it was really important for them to – Watch the Browns trade Odell so for nothing. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just saying that I think it's important that – Bill, uh, first of all, Bill's not going to rebuild. <laughs> He's 68. You know? Which is, that should be, you should be upset about that, though. Because unless you guys then are going to. want to maximize Bill's. Like, well, I mean. Why, why would I want Bill's last four years, we, when we know he's a genius, uh-huh. to be, like, tr- trying to hit on the draft, which we know he's not great on? Well, I mean, I think you, I would probably, I mean, you don't, do you want to look past Bill Belichick? Or you, like, what if Bill Belichick. You know, he does this again next year. He spends all of his money, right? And then he re- and then the next season, you guys don't win a Super Bowl, and he retires, and all the people on your team are getting a lot of money, and you don't have a coach, and you don't have a GM. Do you want to be in that situation with a team where it's like all of our players that we're go- that are going to be good are going to be the people that we buy or people that we pay a lot of money? I like mean, I'm talking about the future of the Patriots. I'm not talking about in the next. If if you think that you guys are going to win the Super Bowl in the next three years, I'm perfectly fine with whatever you're doing. But if you don't think that you're going to win the Super Bowl in the next three years, I don't understand it. Okay, I mean, I I think that there's another move up his sleeve. Is my thing. Okay, I, I don't I think I don't think we're a Super Bowl team right now. I think okay. we're probably a ten ten win team. Maybe a puncher's chance at a playoff win. That's that's my dollars chance. Okay, okay. What you what mm-hmm. you've also done is you've created a culture of winning again in New England. Mm-hmm. You've become a destiny. Like you cannot have the narrative mm-hmm. out there for if you're the New England Patriots that Tom Brady was the reason that 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 New England was so popular. But because I when Tom that why that, that's what I'm saying. No, that's but the narrative okay, right now. but but because then players is... don't want to come there. So what you do is you overpay, mm, but okay, you overpay but if people. Bill, but if Bill Belichick leaves in three years, what's going to be the reason that they come? Because of Bill Belichick or because of Tom Brady or because of whoever is in charge there at the time well, after Bill is retired? When Bill Belichick, there is going to be no reason. But I'm saying, why wouldn't we use but what, but the reason? What, but what I'm saying is there's you still don't a Bill want Tom the, You don't want the – it's like you're putting all your eggs in the Bill Belichick basket. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And it's like – if Bill, like if if Isn't you guys, that a pretty good basket is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but it's like a short term basket, I is do, it not? I do I, understand I, the concept yeah. of like you you do see it happen where like teams try and salvage how good they were, and then all of a sudden they're terrible for like ten years in a row, and you're like, what? And it's because they just they have too much money. That's why GMs get fired because you, you, you know, like if you put all your eggs into one basket and then you're bad, then it's like, all right, this guy's doing it, but they're not going to do that to Bill Belichick. I'm really just under the assumption that uh, I guess like Andrew is that the Patriots kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Therefore. 
but there's a, right. They're not done. Like I don't. I don't think. That but if they are done, then yeah. Then we have a huge problem on our hands. So then let me let me ask you. So so we obviously know then Bill Belichick right now is kind of trying to still win the Tom versus Bill argument because now Tom obviously has the leg up after right. The Super Bowl. And and I think what he's done is he he's created a situation where you get guys like Van Noy and and David Andrews now taking more money. All of a sudden, New England has excitement back around it. You know. If he doesn't, if by the end of this and he he unanimously everyone sees that he he kind of lost, mm-hmm. and he just retires and leaves your team, like, you, are you gonna be okay with that? Because like that's basically, I think that's the point that Johnny's that is trying to make. Yeah, like, I, I mean, we're gonna be bad, but I I just it's, it's like, obviously let's, has let's to be look a at the scenario. Let's paint the picture where this is our team. Right, mm-hmm. we Billichek's here for four years. Mm-hmm. Our roster stays exactly the same. Maybe we draft a QB mm-hmm. in the third round and doesn't start. Whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe they don't even. What you do is like now we have a bunch of guys, expensive tight ends. Mm-hmm. We have an expensive wide receiver. Julian Edelman's retired. Blah blah blah. You still have pieces where you can actually like you're. We're not putting a young quarterback mm-hmm. when we're trying to start a new franchise in a situation. Where there's nothing like the New yeah. York Jets, uh-huh. we have pieces around him uh-huh. that we can actually, uh-huh. we actually can can say here, use these guys to develop. We're going to continue to draft young pieces. Use use these guys right now, mm-hmm. maximize their money, develop that QB, make him comfortable, and then when their when their time is up, their contract ends, you can either have them take less or let them go. I mean, but. The Bill, the guy, Be- Bill Belichick was the guy doing that for the yeah. last twenty years. You're gonna have to hire a new GM and coach that are gonna have to like be on the same page. Exactly. That are gonna have to like be you high like level. you've never had to worry about that in your whole life. Who's my GM and coach? Because he had the greatest <laughs> of all time. But after the greatest, do you want to be the Bulls? Like, can you imagine if you if your team if the Patriots turn into the Bulls and it's like we had Bill Belichick and and Tom Brady and then the rest of your life. The, the Bulls are just running around with Kobe White and Zach Levine not doing anything in the Eastern Conference. I don't think you want that. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I'm just I, saying. Like, I know. Uh, I, I mean, I just, we know that Bill Belichick's not a great drafter. I know. But it's just like, I would so just. So, uh-huh. what do we, if, if, if he's just going to miss uh-huh. in the draft. Maybe he needs some and help. And then retires. <laughs> but what I'm saying What's, is, if he misses, if he just keep if he misses on the draft, right? And retires in three years. Mm-hmm. And, and all the people him. that you guys signed this year are like on their last year. Then we're in the same spot. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you would want to like write like if I were the like, obviously, Bill Belichick's not going anywhere. He wants to be right. He wants to win the chip. Right. Beat Tom Brady. Tell right. him I could do it. Right. It's me who did it. But the thing is, is that it's so difficult to win a Super Bowl. And Tom Brady went to the literal perfect place to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Everything was in place for Tom Brady. He just had to be good for the regular season and then be Tom Brady in the playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. But with a coach, you can't do that. You know, it's not like, oh, like Bill Belichick would be like, oh, all right, I'm going to go to the Rams. They have a great defense, and they got Matt Stafford. I'm going to win a Super Bowl there. He can't do that. See, so I, I, I disagree with him. I think you could. I think well, if Bill Belichick picked up with the Rams. Then he, and he, he wouldn't do that. A conversation. I know. I know. Obviously, he oh, but, but he, he could. You could play. I think in Bill he could. Belichick at the Rams, and yeah. he'd be successful. Yeah, but I think that I don't like. I think that with the where the team is right now, it's like 
you're adding, but you're adding like tight ends. I know the Patriots, you know, were great with tight ends, right? They also had Tom Brady, you know, just throwing it out there. But also, like every tight end that has signed a big money contract, like in the past like 10, 15 years, has done poorly at like for another team, not like Kittle or like Kelsey. But they sign a, a big money contract to another team or a bigger money contract to another team. They don't do as well as they did before. But like another thing is when you sign free agents, you also don't know this because the Patriots never signed free agents. Yes, for but I, I've but also like, been aware. Uh, no, it's no, not no, like I haven't seen. No, what's no, been no. Going I know, but like you're not as invested as other people. Yeah. Like Ricky, can you do you remember a, a free agent that you guys missed on? Like bad, and it was like, dang, this guy was supposed to be nice. Uh, Tory Smith. Tory Smith. Did you guys pay him a lot of money, or <laughs> I don't remember his contract. But uh, I remember but we got you, him, and, and I was like, oh, nice, we got a deep Tory guy, Smith. deep threat. Yeah, like, and then he didn't live up to his then, expectations. Like, yeah, and then he had like a contract, and it's like, dang, Tory Smith is on the team. Yeah, like what if Hunter Henry is Garbaggio? What then? It's like, dang, we got this guy Hunter Henry on this team, and he's not very good. He's getting hurt every week. You don't want that, but I'm just like you know, my team is the Jets. We signed Tremaine Johnson. And he played like two games. CJ Bosley played like two games. Yeah. And they're still on the books. He's, <laughs> you guys have made some historically bad. Oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is I don't want you to have a Le- – when I when you signed Le'Veon Bell, I was a young, impressionable kid. I was happy. <laughs> I was like, what, we got Le'Veon Bell? I didn't even understand what money was. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell's oh, contract was, was disgusting. Like two years ago, wasn't it? Like two years yeah, ago. but I didn't understand the salary cap yeah, I yeah. do now, you know? And it's like Le'Veon Bell was such a bad contract, and the Jets had to just eat that. Mm-hmm. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. The Jags do it all the time, too. But what's what, what thing, what, like, the difference is uh-huh. the, what, was, what was the Jets' record before that? Before what? Like, the, the Jets' situation was horrid uh-huh. before. And then they made that big splash. Mm-hmm. Also, well, the, the, also to the, a running back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, who is like idea. it's like the worst but, possible. But, but, but back then we weren't saying that. But now we're saying that because of players like Le'Veon Bell. Because right. teams would sign their running backs, and then they'd be like, like look at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley got a big contract, right? When he was when on he was the, on the Rams, yeah. and then they had to eat that contract because it was a terrible idea. But teams are doing that now because they're like, dang, Todd Gurley. They also were not can't expecting run. him to get knee tendonitis. Knee tendonitis. Because yeah. that's what that's... happens to running backs. So they're just running the ball the whole time. But, like, I am saying that it's Bill Belichick, so anything could happen. But I'm just saying, like, being a person on a team who it's like every four years we got to start over, the earlier you start over, the better. Because if you wait, it, the. Like the like the Jets like re- this last the value year, on the guys like Gilmore is going to go down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. That's 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 all I'm saying. I just I like I don't ha- I haven't had a, the same coach for 20 years, but like you know you have. I also wouldn't want my coach to be my GM on my team, you know. But that's you know Bill Belichick. That's my thing is like when Bill leaves, there's going to be a culture change. Yeah, even if you are, you're not. It's so. not like the Patriot. The Patriot way is gone because it was. If it's not Tom Brady by himself or Bill Belichick by himself, it's one of the two. And once both of them are gone, it's like, what's the Patriot way? Oh yeah, that, but that's what right. I'm saying. Like I mean, that, Bill, that, Bill, Bill Belichick's going to be retired, yeah, and then it's going to be rough for us. Um, Do you know what rough means? <laughs> 
I don't know. If you, I, you don't. You, I, I can tell you that you don't know the pain. You know what it means. You know what it feels when I tell people oh, I'm a Jet fan. They're like, oh my god, the Jets. I see the pain in his eyes whenever anyone asks him <laughs> why he's not a Giants fan. Every everybody. Why aren't you a giant, Kristen? Why aren't you a Giants fan? <laughs> you know, we won two Super Bowls. All right, Kristen. <laughs> All right. Just the pain. Just the pain in the like, eyes. but the the counter is like you don't. You can objectively make like make make decisions and say and look at the decisions football teams make. Like I just looked at the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing. I said I don't understand this. You said you I don't, don't see the direction here. Yeah. I. I've been used to winning. It's uh, not like I'm the type of guy that's just like, oh, it's going to work out. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that you are. I'm not saying that you are. Yeah. I'm just saying. You don't understand. You don't, you don't know what, what, it's, what it's like to be emotionally invested in a team and they rip your heart out every Sunday. You don't know what it feels like. <laughs> we won saying, two games this there's season. There's also an element that I was talking about earlier of you, like you grew up a Jets fan. Uh-huh. That's incredibly painful. Oh yeah. Makes me think that one might be a little pessimistic when signing big free agents when a team like yours has missed on so many. Wait, what do you mean? I'm saying you're saying that I I'm a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I have an overly optimistic view because we're so used to winning and success. Uh-huh. You're a Jet fan. Uh-huh. You might have a pessimistic view because your team is used has a pattern of signing horrible free agents. Yes, but the thing is, is that I'm not saying it based on like emotion. I'm saying it based on like, you know, like I look at the, like the the point. Like no, I, no, no. I uh, uh, you can, but what I'm saying is when you say, why team. do you think that Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry are going to be like what they are? However, you feel they're going to be. Why? Like do I think why? Yeah. Why do you think that? Be, I get, again because they have each other now. Uh-huh. It, I just feel like the stars are aligned for Bill Belichick mm-hmm. to understand. He he finally gets that we don't have a quarterback that we can pay people less, and he's going to get pieces around him now. I mean, obviously, in any scenario, if someone gets hurt, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa. How yeah. many injuries did the 49ers get uh, hurt? A whole lot. Pain. A whole lot. That doesn't mean that paying Nick Bosa is going to be a mistake. You know what I mean? Anyone can get hurt at any time, and it can hurt your franchise in the long run. But yeah. you have to take that shot when you're trying to win games. Yeah. And right now, the Patriots have a team, at least on paper, okay. that is going to compete, especially uh, if they get a quarterback that they can develop yeah, with some of these pieces. I don't know about for a Super Bowl either. But what I was saying is, they have pieces now where if even if they draft a QB in this draft, they can at, they at least have the pieces to the point where they can put him in a system where he's actually supported and Who, there's talent around him. Who's the number one wide receiver on the Patriots? It's Aguilar and Edelman. It's going to be like a combo. Edelman. Okay, so Aguilar and Edelman are the one and two. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kendrick Bourne three. Kendrick Bourne three. How good was, was Kendrick? Two tight what was Kendrick Bourne on your it's team? Not, we, just, was he the three or yeah? He was yeah. the three? Yeah, he was the three. Okay. Yeah. So you got... You need more to, to, to win anything. Yes. You need more. Yeah. But we know that. Uh-huh. We. Andrew knows that. Yeah. I, I'm just... Like, they can make a trade, too. Like, there's all kinds of possibilities here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Yeah. I'm not trying to disrespect you, bad. I feel like you get mad at me when I talk about the Patriots. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm just get Like, it's not like any... Like, I, it's just frustrating to me because for so long... Mm-hmm. 
Bill Belichick has always done this, and it's driven a lot of people angry. And uh, now finally, we're in the situation where Bill Belichick is doing what we wanted him well, to do. No, no, no. Yeah, but, but you want? Why did you want Bill Belichick to do that? Because you guys were in a good position. Yes. And you had Tom Brady. Yeah. And it's like spend a little money. We have Tom Brady. We right. can win a Super Bowl every single year. Mm-hmm. But now you don't have Tom Brady. And you don't have a number one wide receiver. Yeah, I know. And you and you don't have like a great defensive line. But you're like, all right, let's go all in. Oh, let's get two. Let's pay. Let's get the number three and the number four highest paid tight ends of all time. Let's sign them. Let's sign them up. Let's let's get Nelson Aguilar, who had a who who signed a one year deal with the Raiders because he wasn't good on the Eagles. Had a good year. Had nine hundred and sixty something yards. And then you're like, all right, let's give him fifteen million dollars next year. Three million dollars less than Kenny Galladay is getting in New York. Right. So we're going to give him that money. Right. And then he's going to be gone after next year. But like we're going to make this push with our, our our team that's like super built up our great defensive line, our great offensive line that you have our great our great um, coach, our great defense. J.C. Jackson. Let's see if he resigns next year. But what I'm saying is like if you can tell me everything that's saying the stars are aligned other than Bill Belichick is the coach and we signed some people, then I can give you the props. But, like, if you can't do that for me, then I'm not going to say that they're, like, you know, like, I don't want to chip or something. Right, or like We're going to have to move on. But yeah. <laughs> We did talk about that for, like, we did. 40 minutes, huh? No, no, it no, wasn't no, that no. long. It wasn't? Okay, good. I don't have my yeah, phone. Yeah, maybe, like, 20. Jack was able to do a full load of laundry and then come back, and we were still talking about the subject. Worked out for me. <laughs> um, Should we make a, uh, a sports switch? So, um, do we want professional or collegiate first? Thinking, I'm thinking we'll go professional. We'll end with the the sure. bra- the tournament. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. 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 Right. Sure. Or we can we can do the other way. Is that, is that is no, no, no. I have no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go, go professional first. Okay. Um, before before we say anything, rest in peace, Elgin Baylor. R.I.P. Today. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Legend. Lakers legend. Our hearts go out to him and his family and the Lakers organization. Yeah, absolutely. Going through a lot right now. Yeah, yeah uh, we should talk about um, LeBron yeah, and how they're. Wait, what seed do we think they're gonna finish at? Oh man, I'm gonna because be the West is just. This is what's so. It's just, just mean. It's just mean <laughs> to everybody else a little, because they're not gonna come back. Mm. Anthony Davis, LeBron are just or, gonna just gonna wait. Yeah. And then they're gonna come into the playoffs as like a fresh yeah. six. And get the Suns and just see ya on to the next Clippers. I actually don't know about See, that. but that, that means they have to play like a really good team in the second round. Though. Yeah, but the thing is, is like they were going to have to play. I a think good they team were going to play regardless. Because so the West so is so good. Stacked. But like, is the West stacked with playoff winning teams? Well, what are the like, standings right now? Hold on, let me pull them up. And how many games are left? Like, okay, like. For me, like I feel like the Jazz are like maybe one of those like they're Nugget kind of. I agree. Teams. They're they inflated. Yeah. Nuggets yeah. win in the regular inflated. season and then regular season teams. It's just like you're not Different. you're not Yoke gonna have Yoke enough Yoke star power in, in the playoffs the, like that. That guy like. is. Go. All right. Sorry. So we're going. <laughs> no, you you Ricky, you were saying what were you saying? I was gonna say like to me the Jazz just don't have that kind of star power that to... you need in the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree. And so like. You get like oh wow the Lakers are still the third seed. Oh yeah, uh, I mean yeah. they've won a lot of games. LeBron's the kept them there, and he just like got hurt. Literally. So Lines right now we have the Jazz, the Suns, Lakers, Clippers, and I'm going in order: Nuggets, yeah. Blazers, Spurs, bleh, and Mavericks. 
Yeah, like, okay, in my opinion, uh, the Mavericks are the worst team in the NBA. Kristaps <laughs> Porzingis is terrible and should never step foot on the floor again. All right, all right, all right, Nick. <laughs> all right, Knicks fans, relax. We gotta curb this. Yeah. No, no. I think the Mavericks are the Mavericks are good. And what's terrifying is, is like imagine, I wasn't even listening and I had, had to step in there. <laughs> imagine, imagine them playing the Mavericks in the first round. Yeah. Like. Like, that is crazy. And, like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, if they're going to have to go up against, like, the Jazz or the Spurs or the Suns first, that's a tough first-round series to just have to, instead of, like, yeah, we're the home seed. And, like, I get that. LeBron, dude, I, I'm a, I would be scared if I was a Lakers fan because high ankle injuries are bad. Us Saints fans know all about high ankle injuries. <laughs> and Michael Thomas was basically not Michael Thomas all year. It, it's super. It's extremely lingering. I'm also. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not loving this trend of LeBron getting kind of hurt. hurt for the he's last. He's getting old, seasons. man. He's getting old. Yeah, not not loving it, man. I mean, he's. But the thing that people have to understand is like, that's why they got Anthony Davis. True. To lighten True. the load. Yeah, that's why young. they got Anthony young. Davis, and that's why they got like Montrezl Harrell. Yeah. They got Dennis Schroeder, and they, yeah, they have a good. They have a good. And team, Everybody got hurt, and it was yeah. Ron Caruso, Taylor Horton, Tucker. Jeez. And you're like, yeah, no wonder he got hurt. When is AD coming back, though? Don't know, right? Yeah, nobody knows. Also, you guys... Because he, he has, like... He sorry. has the KD pre-Achilles injury injury. Yeah, so it's like it's like a... Um, Sheldon Rankin's had it on the Saints. Yeah. But it's like, it's like it affects how your Achilles is. Like, you can... Hurt, you can like hurt your Achilles like way easier. Ah, so yeah. they're very, very scared. Very, yeah. very right for Extremely, scared. yeah. The the greatest, the best comparison is Kevin Durant had yeah. basically the same injury. Tried to push it, and then the he playoffs, tried to, yeah, exactly, and yeah, he boom. Literally the next game. Towards yeah. The so yeah, and it's not worth. Ah, God, really. sorry, that's just no, tough it's to think about. Such a and, terrible yeah, injury. Yeah, the is bad. So yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, you might be right. It begs the question if the Lakers are really injured because they played that bubble. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like they 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 pushed season. them. They pushed them so quickly yeah. back into playing. Two months of I mean, not even not play. even just the Lakers, but everybody that was in the bubble. Everybody that made the deeper. Like you were saying, the Celtics. Like you could tell that like everybody in the Celtics was getting hurt. Kemba's like like with a cane walking yeah. around <laughs> because it's like he can't get it together. Yeah, he can't get he it. Can't well, get they, it. they've been they've been playing. No, no, for, they're five hundred though because Jimmy came back. Came back exactly because yeah, it's like for so long. You know, you push. They pushed it because they want. Heater's the still money. like one game over five hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The East. The East. <laughs> the East. But it's like, like the Celtics, the Heat, teams that went deep, like are struggling. Yeah. And yeah. teams that like were off, you know, are like cruising a little bit sometimes. But like, that's true. It's just so it's so difficult because, you know, the NBA wants to make the money. Well, that was you also know. the players do too. I mean, the players, the players yeah, wanted yeah. that, and they wanted because... the, the people who hadn't played wanted to come back too. Yeah, yeah. And, saying, and it's not like yeah. LeBron didn't want to come play. Like he knew what was going on. He just he thought he would give play. more time. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he thought it was. Good. I don't know though. The the season's like seventy games still. Yeah, not well, very short. I, I, I will say, and I love LeBron, but I'm going to argue against LeBron here for just a quick second. This is why you do load management. This like, is why, like, this is why Kawhi Leonard and Paul George take games off. Like, I now, get hurt. I agree. They should. They take too many games off in the sense <laughs> of they lose the chemistry. Yeah. Right? And and, I get and, and it negatively, like the teammates start to dislike the agree, special treatment. Agree. But when you're back. LeBron, you do not need to play back to backs. You just don't. You shouldn't, honestly. 
Mm. Because you your team will win enough of those games that you'll be fine. With, without Anthony Davis now, I think it becomes a question. No, no, yeah. I agree, but like... I just like you look at them now and you say, "Thank God LeBron played all those back-to-back games." Yeah, because because yeah, yeah. now we don't even know where they're going to be. I yeah. think LeBron. It's true. LeBron is more aware of the goat debate and the whatever and the whatever and that than we think he is. I think he listens to the media for sure. Oh I know yeah. He's listening as, to Skip Bayless. as soon as he went, Bayless a knows he's listening to Skip Bayless. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing for LeBron right now is that the reason that he is so top tier number one is because he doesn't take days off. Kawhi takes days off. Durant's been injured forever. Kyrie takes days off. James Harden sits. Everyone who is anyone in the NBA takes load management days off unless your name is LeBron James, and that's why he's the greatest to ever play the game. That's why he's the greatest right now. But then you high sprain your ankle, and I'm like, yeah, why, why not take days off? You don't your team is going to need you in, in the playoffs. playoffs, not in the 36th game yeah. against the Hornets. Because you know you're going to be on in the a playoffs. back-to-back. Like yeah. you just, we don't need you there. We don't. That's why the Clippers do it. It's because they're like, we don't need Kawhi Leonard when we play the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. If we lose, then we lost because we didn't play Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's also like, you know, every game you can get hurt. You were just talking about that. You can get hurt at any time. But it's like... If you take games off, you're like lessening your chances again, or just because you're playing less minutes. But like at the same time, like from a business standpoint, you know, it's like you like if you go to a game. Imagine you go to like a give me a team, give me a team. Any no, team. you go to a Heat game and they're playing the Knicks and LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh all sit. All sit. Then it's like, why did I come here? And then that's that's another because it's like. There's the the sport aspect. Your stature has changed on this a little bit. Though. You know, because I've been thinking, we always talk about this. Yeah, we yeah. talked about we, it on last. We did this show. at WSJU I was Radio. Just, I just said that. And we have this show, conversation. Yeah. I remember yeah. explicitly. Johnny told me he was uh-huh. like, "Don't you want your guy to be healthy?" Yeah, you know. And I was but making, you know, like at the end of the day, like I think you know, take a couple games off. But like the Kawhi and Paul George situation was egregious. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. terrible. Yeah, and it, but, it proved to be egregious. Yeah, and then they. I mean, yeah. Bit him in the ass. That's, yeah. all, that's all you can say. But, the but I think that, like, I've realized that, like, everything is about money. At the end of the day, I, you know, I don't know if I told you guys, but I, I kind of, I want to go into, like, I want to go into, you know, sports, like, lawyer, when I become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I want to go into sports. Like, I'm, I'm really thinking about it, you know, working in, like, a... You'd be very good at that. I would love it, man. But, like, I'm just realizing now, like, I'm realizing that it's, like, at the end of the day, this team that we love is a business, right? So, like, if you want to load manage, like, that's, like, I understand. Like, you need, to, you need to get rest. But the way that some, like, LeBron is an old guy, you know. He's been playing. He may not look old, but he's been playing for a long time. In the league there's, since he was 18. There's nobody in the league that's his age. Right Bro, now. and, like, like, you know, like, when you play in college. Like, that's how old? Like, like 37, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I thought he was like 35. Yeah, no, no he's no. 35. And, and how many but I also playing? looked at his stat sheet the other day, and it's just like season, season, yeah. season, season, <laughs> season, season. I'm like, oh my God. How many how many games do you play in college in the regular season? 30-ish. You play 30-ish games in the regular season in college. When he was 18, he was playing 82 games. And, they and he's been doing that. Every single and one. Every single. a load on his back. The whole city of Cleveland. In a backpack, <laughs> and he didn't even get hurt. And he didn't no, even get never, uh, hurt. Daniel Gibson, 
Anderson. God, Mo Williams. Old Mo Williams. Dude, he won old, old Mo Williams a championship on the 2016 Cavs team. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And it's like, you know, to, to, to circle back to what we were talking about, when you have a player like LeBron, if you the Cavs needed him to play yeah. every single game, the Lakers, like, you know you're going to make the playoffs. You don't have to scrape and scrounge for a playoff spot. And if you're trying to repeat as champions, you can oh, say, you can say, Anybody, anytime, anywhere, if I'm healthy, I'm LeBron, I'm going to kill whoever I'm playing. And that's what makes a champion. So it doesn't matter. I mean, like, of course it matters if you're the one seed, right? Because then you play the eight, you know, and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's like you, if you're LeBron and you want to win a champion, any, you want to win a championship, anybody that comes in your way, you got to knock them down. But if you're not healthy, you can't do that. So I'm on both sides, but I do like I didn't understand the the whole like idea like when the, you were there's talking about. There's a lot more to the. Yeah. it's not just like get it's not out just like yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's yeah. more than. Well, and the other thing that's true is, and I, I would argue this to any fan: if you went to a game and Carmelo, let's say when the Knicks are really good, right? You go to a game, Carmelo doesn't play. You're mm-hmm. bummed, right? And then later that year, they win a championship. I'm gonna be honest with you. How bummed I felt is not going to equal how excited I am that we're winning a championship. And I just think that's, that, like, that's true. Like, I, I, I get the argument that the, I paid all this money and I should be able to see the people that I want to see. I get that. But as a, as a, as a basketball, like I, 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 I only played in high school, but I would have to imagine that anybody that's playing at the college level would be like, oh, take a day off. Like, like yeah. we get it. Like you're playing every day, basic on almost every day, basically. You got a back to back where you the first leg of the back to back you played the Clippers, hard fought game, right? And then all of a sudden the next back to back you're playing the Kings, sit. Like I, that's just my feeling because it's like, look, I get it, but the Clippers game play, that's a big game, that's an important game, but the Kings on a back to back. If you miss that game, the amount of back-to-backs that LeBron missed, he probably missed like 10 to 15 games a season. Which I so know. here's the thing, right? It's This is what's complicated about it is because if you do that and you say LeBron, sit the back-to-backs. Clipper, Kawhi Leonard, sit the back-to-backs. All of a sudden, now you have a situation where the Nuggets are going to say, wait a minute, why don't we just do that? We know we're a great regular season team. Why don't we just load manage? Now you have Jokic. Jokic sitting big games. I know. You have other teams that say, oh, what? Jimmy Butler, take the day off. Then all of a sudden it becomes this weird thing where everyone's load managing. It hurts the league hugely because now all of the stars are sitting out because they understand that they're getting an advantage and they want that advantage too. And then we're also in a situation where the seating could get crazy confusing because now all of a sudden random teams that shouldn't (laughs) be anywhere, the Magic become a three seed in the East. You know what I mean? And that's a big example. I don't think think the NBA owners would let let that ever happen. Because that that interferes with their money too much. Ticket sales, no way. different. The Lakers got two months off. That is... Yeah, that, that is true. Day. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you know, like no, and I'm with you. Most of the time, I would say, look, just play. It's the job. Like you should play. I get that, but this year is just different. Like Jimmy is, Butler, take some time. Like you deserve your time. Wake up at five Kemba, instead of four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Kemba like, should even get a yeah. Like no, but mm-hmm. and, and and that's just true poor Kemba. Like poor Kemba. And that's why I was surprised this year when LeBron was like, no, I'm playing every game. 
And that yeah. Kemba does look like that. <laughs> and so does Obi Toppin, which is terrible. Kemba might be done, man. I I really worry. He gets he averages like twelve now. You know, That's he just kind of comes in. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. He's little. He's making bread. Oh, you know. Yeah. A lot of money. yeah. Like, All right. Too much, man. <laughs> Johnny, it's a pleasure having yeah, you. Johnny, thanks for having me on the show, guys. Why of course. Jack, because you're third host now. Jack, thanks for thanks for having me as well. Yeah, we just picked up his contract, you know. All right, dude. All right. And we, what what other big NBA? Did you guys see that like Aaron Gordon requested a trade today? It was a long time coming. Is that is that a big deal? Like, does he have a market in the NBA? Like, is there a demand for him? The Celtics want. The Celtics want anybody and everybody who is who is a, a bigger than Kemba Walker. If you're bigger than but Kemba again, Walker, he come doesn't. He doesn't Unless you're a fit, center, then you can't be bigger than six nine. He, I, I'm glad I didn't bring this up. Also, but he's he's six nine. We still don't hit that mark. We still apparently can't find exactly. someone. Whether we get but the, Aaron Gordon or John I, Collins, both wanna, are they're like six eight. I don't want to go through this again. It's not <laughs> worth it. But it the the guys who are centers are just bigger asks in terms of what you're giving because i've heard that the hawks really like marcus smart so like if they really like marcus smart that proves to me that you don't have to give as much as i thought now they did also say they wanted jalen brown which oh my yeah there was, that a, was the whole i will i danny H be fired yeah if you get rid of jalen brown and bring in and john bring collins in john and bogdanovich yeah oh cancel the team season's over forget about for, it for, we're done. I can't but, fire like, the Danny Vucevic versus the John Collins. Like Vucevic is a bigger ask. I know he is. I know. And that and that's why I brought up last time. So I won't. I won't harp on that. Um, but the Aaron Gordon one surprised me. I was like, uh, yeah. I just, just think, like, I just think the Celtics should do nothing. I think the timing for me is just a really weird thing. Like you, agree. you've been on this garbage Magic franchise for years now since you've been drafted, and now you've decided. Like oh yeah, like your yeah. your dunk contest type is gone now, so you're like oh I want to go ring. Yeah, chase. and he is had a good year. I mean, he's, like... he's developed into a decent player, but I don't think he's worth. No. Now what he is worth is if the Celtics are going to be like, here's a second round pick, and Marcus Smart and Marcus Smart. I, okay, <laughs> you know, like yeah, then sure I get that, but so that I understand. Like if you're I, saying like yeah. versus giving up like Jalen Brown versus giving up just Marcus Smart in a second round pick. For a bigger and like guy. Carson Edwards, yeah. Yeah, and a big guy who you need. Like, you do need somebody Drummond. big. Drummond. It doesn't need to be Vucevic, yeah. Drummond. Who did I just see that was in talks with Drummond that I, that shocked me? I don't know. I yeah, really I thought was he like, was going to sign I think the Mavericks Lakers. should try to make a move for him. but That's who it was. That's who it was. Oh, wow. It was the Mavericks. Look at that. And, I, and it shocked me. And now, that's it shocked what she wanted, too. Sense, and it shocked I've been me in saying the sense that for of, while. like, it's a, it's a lot of money. So, all of a sudden, you're putting your money on Porzingis, Drummond, and Doncic, and that's it. Like, That's your big three. Yeah, yeah, concerns me a little bit. How much? I thought they were going to get a discount, though, because the Cavs are going to have to eat some of it. Uh, oh, yeah, but it's still, he's getting paid like $27 million. Yeah, but I think that's going to be like 17 18 by the still time. Still a lot of money. The Cavs getting bigger, though. Like, I don't know. Cavs are supposedly going to offer Jarrett Allen $100 plus million. That's what I mean. What has he Over done to deserve years, that? I don't know. They think he's a franchise center. People really love what, him. What is a franchise center? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anthony Davis, in my Jokic is a franchise center. <laughs> Embiid was like questionably Embiid. a franchise yeah, center. Yeah, people this were doubting year, him. Like, yeah, yeah. Now it's and now it's just like a wow. He's a <laughs> like, yeah, but that's the Cavs, and even though they've beaten oh the Celtics, yeah. the reason they're the Cavs. We know that though. But they've made some good picks. I mean, Sexton's looking good. Darius Garland doesn't look horrible. 
I mean, like, he's not a six round, he's not a six overall pick worthy yet, but he looks fine. I mean, like, <sighs> speaking of bad trades, did you? I saw that we don't have to stay on this for a while either, but I just he was supposed to be so much better. And Marvin Bagley, like, got offered up for Sadiq Bay straight up, no. and they said no. Pistons said no. Pistons and, like, and no. I don't blame them. Marvin Bagley is Sadiq Bay could be more than what Marvin Bagley is right now, which is. Oh, hilarious thing to say. That's but. ridiculous. Yeah, wow. No, I, and, no, and wasn't Knicks, he a number two overall pick? Yeah, I think so. After Aiden, right? It's, yeah, after Aiden. And then Trey Young and Doncic. Yeah. But it, it's wow. not... Yeah, yeah. It's not looking like the Knicks are going to move anybody. I was hoping Alfred Payton would leave the city. But um, he's not, which is unfortunate. But no, I, I mean... <laughs> I also would rather the Knicks do nothing than do something stupid like go get Victor Oladipo. That's kind of my thing on the Celtics. Yeah, so, like, I'm cool. That's fine. Um, but, no, I mean, I'm I'm very interested to see how the rest of the season plays out in the NBA. Yeah. The East is more interesting. The West is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the, East I mean? is, the East is weird. Ah, Just cause... I mean, the Knicks are one game under five they They're still the sixth seed. The Raptors are are apparently not good. I thought they were making a little bit of a run there, and then they have completely fallen off the map. Kyle Lowry's looking. The, the Heat are pushing to get Kyle Lowry, which would be a good. A the Nets decision. just don't lose anymore. So. Uh, the Nets have forgotten how to lose, yeah. except to the Magic, apparently. And um, I don't think was Blake Griffin dunked, which pissed me yeah, off. that's another thing. He's like, dunked, so now if, it's twenty twenty one. Blake Griffin can just like kind of revert not 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 crazy but just like so i looked at the game he, he played, played like 19 minutes, minutes and two points oh really it was the dunk uh, was well the i dunk. saw all the stuff on social media i was like oh my god he's back he's <laughs> dunking <laughs> yeah and then they showed me this sick block that he had i was like oh my god he was saving himself he, this is the moment he just and then I looked the, at the NBA? Stat sheet, oh, now, and now, it's granted, two points granted, in like 19 minutes he was one of two uh, so it's not like he like tried to show out or anything so i I think the jury's still out on that. I think we're. I'm gonna see. Uh, he'll start to shoot a little bit more. Yeah, he'll get more comfortable. And I'll, more I'll be interested to see if they bring him off the bench. I mean, like, yeah, of... he'll probably get that like weird PJ Tucker role. That, yeah, like, but I, he's not, it's, it's not the it's same because really he's not PJ Tucker. You know? That is true. But that like, true. that's Michigan probably one, what you know what role he would they would try and regulate him to if he's not athletically inclined. Right. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, let's, you want to just dive into March Madness? Sure, yeah. We have 15 minutes, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. show with that. Um, I mean, I never claimed to be one that watches college sports, but my brackets are toast. Yeah. As are mine. As are pretty much everyone. Yeah, I think that's that's most people. Um, We we did have the conversation about how impossible it was. Yeah, I think... My goal... I told you my goal every year. 12 out of 16, 6 to 7 of 8, and then 3 of 4 or 4 of 4 in the final. So sweet sixteen, elite eight. That's my goal every year. I feel like if you do that, you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I'll tell you how many I got in the sweet sixteen this year. Uh, one. Let's see. Two. Maybe I'm maybe Max gonna get five out of sixteen. So bad. Yeah. To say the least. Um, and Max in the elite eight, I'm gonna get two, three. I could get three. And then Max in the final four, I could get two, which isn't bad. But if Gonzaga wins, I'll, I'll at least be like, I picked the champion, and that's fine. Yeah. But this year broke the upset record already, which is really insane. It was the first year that a 15, 14, 13, and 12 seed all advanced. Yeah, wow. Um, 
Oral Roberts is the second 15 seed. There was also how, 11 how, seed. How many of them were Christian? Uh, many of them. <laughs> like all of them. Syracuse is also an 11. We, we had an 11 and a 10. Buddy. Everything. Boheme is a shooter. My goodness. He's amazing. I did I'm not know the... he was built like that. I, I've been saying right. I, 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 this is the one thing that I did pick. Now I picked Illinois to win it all. So that shows you how much I know. But I get I got Syracuse right. I was like, yeah. hey, this is Buddy Boheim's senior year. He's really good. I can see this Q's team really making a run. Yeah, I would agree. And the interesting game will be this next one because I had Houston, H- right? At yeah. one point, I had Syracuse over Houston. Uh, did you change <laughs> it? I'm it to the Elite Eight, but I changed I it last minute. Uh, they disappointed me mightily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I. Well, how do you know Syracuse is going to run a two-three zone? I mean, yeah, you can't shocking. You can't um, predict that. No, but the thing—the thing that's true—and I, I do think this, this is a great. It's a great point about Syracuse. It's not really just that SDSU wasn't prepared; they were prepared. Nobody doesn't prepare. Yeah. But S- Syracuse Jim Boheim does an unbelievable job of prepping for teams. He always has. That's why. It's the third time Syracuse has been an 11 seed and made it to the Sweet 16. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That Teams don't do that. You know what I mean? But he does a great job. The zone is always prepared for whatever it needs to be prepared for. Offensively, they do what they need to do to win. They always shoot well. The way they rotate and, com- and communicate is it's, perfect. It's great. Like I, the ball goes yeah. to the wing. You have someone from the baseline helping for a minute. Then that guard gets over. He's back to the baseline. And, it's and just it's just bang bang bang. Zones, so the ball gets to the middle. The big man's immediately there. Yeah, you know, zones either really 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 work or they really 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 don't work, yeah. and they just get obliterated. And I'll be interested to see. I, I if I had to predict, and my predictions are worth uh, less than a penny, but if I had to predict, I would per, I would pick Syracuse to win that game. Houston doesn't shoot very well from three. I'm nervous and, about it. Yeah, and I think. Obviously, Houston's a very good defensive team, so I think they could find a way to get... If they find a way to... Stagnate yeah, Buddy Boheim. Or just Syracuse in general, then they could win. But I, I, I think Syracuse is a good chance. Um, I think Loyola... I, the Loyola-Oregon State game, I have no clue. I have no clue. I could not tell you who I think is going to win that game. I would pick Loyola, but Oregon State looks like... Good. Unbelievable. So... They look legit. They look like not a 12 seed. They no, look no, like a team that should be well, a four. they won the Pac-12 tournament, but everybody sort of thought it was a fluke. Um, and I think Arkansas is going to beat Oral Roberts. I love Oral Roberts. I mean, I'm so, you know, those guys, that's memories. They're a meme now, yeah. Forever. Yeah. And, yeah, and and the Oral Roberts O-R-U is going to beat us is funny. And, yeah. But Arkansas plays so fast-paced, I, I would have a tough time thinking Oral Roberts is going to win that game. Um. Baylor Villanova is going to be a great one. I'm very interested to see that, but I, I think Baylor's going to just run away with that. I think. I think they'll handle them. Um, UCLA advancing. God, UCLA's got some players that I didn't know. Johnny Juzang. <laughs> you picked it though. <laughs> no, but I I picked it based off Michigan State, and and I liked the way UCLA played Michigan State, so I was like, okay. I, but they got some guys who can just play. I didn't know it either. I I, I was going to take Michigan State if they had yeah. won. And then when UCLA won, I said, I'm going to take BYU. I, didn't, I didn't really like BYU. Yeah, so, big mistake. But that, I didn't pick UCLA past that. No, I picked Texas. Thanks, Airplane Christian. Um, Michigan did win that game against LSU. So um, they'll most likely see – well, we're watching right now. Most likely it looks like they're going to see Florida State unless something changes in the next six minutes. But Florida State has dominated a little bit. Got this um, one wrong. 
Florida State-Michigan will be a great game. That could not tell you. Florida State defends so well. Um, but sometimes they go so cold, and Michigan can really shoot the rock. So I'll be interested to see that one. Oregon's the USC-Kansas game is going to be great tonight. Oh, that's just that, you know the line is just even? It's just a pick them? 6-3. Wow. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. And they're going to get to play the Oregon, who looked like... They went off the in 95 in a college game? They look like the best That's ridiculous. Today. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and then we're going to see Gonzaga versus Creighton, which... It's going to be really interesting. I mean, Gonzaga looks like the best team in the nation. They, I, they, uh, yep. They, Their the offense. movement is just, ah, oh, as a basketball nerd, I mean, they're just so fun to watch move the ball around. And everybody can play, and everybody can score, and and they do everything right. And I, I just love it. I love watching it. And Mark Few does a fantastic job. Um, and I, I hope they win it. That would be so cool. To go undefeated and, and see them go undefeated and see them win, but uh, it's just been March Madness has been exactly what it is, it's <laughs> exactly what they told us it is. It's absolute madness. You think you know, and but you, you don't. You don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's your, the your girlfriend has once again, once again, out she's, dueled she's, you. Yeah. She's out dueled me. I, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna listen. Who knows? Literally nothing. Yeah. They're just hilarious. I mean, she. She has Gonzaga in her, in her Sweet 16, which was correct. Mm-hmm. She picked Oregon because I have a couple buddies that go to Oregon, and she likes So them. why not? Of course. So she picked Oregon. She has Kansas, who could win tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, she has Michigan, Florida State, who's looking good. Very so good. She's going to get that. She picked Alabama, looking good. Looking like they're going to beat Maryland <laughs> right now. She picked Baylor and Villanova. Well, there we go. <laughs> Both of those made it, and Arkansas. She's going to get like, the perfect <laughs> bracket here. Got, yeah. <laughs> So the so so the only two that the only ones that she really missed just based off the fact that she went with her heart were she picked San Diego State to go to the Final Four because that's where she goes to school. Nah, and that didn't do? happen. <laughs> but but you know you gotta respect it. You, you do. Respect, yeah. I go the there. Loyalty. And the loyalty. I like it. Um, and she but, didn't even make them the champions either. She respected. No, she, respected she respected Baylor <laughs> enough to say, "Hey, I think Baylor's better." So she has a Baylor Gonzaga final, and most people don't have their final right now. No, so I've lost everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's in the 85th percentile of the ESPN brackets, which is just phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and every year—that's the wildest story to me. That... Every year she beats me, and it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it proves I love her because. I don't get that upset about it. I get a little <laughs> upset, but then I'm just happy for it because it's just funny. If there's a five, you're going five at this point, you're just used to it. At this point, I'm just used to. I it. want to see the bracket. Actually, I want to. see Oh yeah, I'll show it to you when we're done. God, she's not yeah. in our league. She won. I remember she, she won our freshman. She won our freshman. Well, it's yeah. Funny. yeah, I mean, Sir Med very well could win our yeah. thing, and it just well, shows you like Sir Med it, knows nothing about this at all. Didn't research yeah. it whatsoever and just picks random teams. It is going to come down to. Um, as most of them do, because brackets get busted. It, it's it's going to come down to you know Alabama, Baylor, Gonzaga, Maryland. Michigan. Went on a run here, by the way. Yeah, it was like fourteen, and now it's eight. But assuming that Bama holds in the Sweet Sixteen, Michigan, Baylor, Gonzaga, Alabama are in it. You know those teams were the ones that were picked. Now, if none of those teams win, that's a different story. It's just whoever's bracket was better. It's a wild card. That's what but, I kind of want but, at this but point. At this point, so many brackets are so busted elsewhere that whoever wins is going to win. It's uncharacteristic that, too. Like, brackets haven't been busted like this 
as bad as this, right? Because there's been so many yeah. upsets. Yeah, there's definitely. there's a couple years. There was one year where uh, the final was eight seeded Kentucky versus seven seeded UConn, and UConn won. That was the Shabazz Napier year. But those um, are also like historically great franchises. No, I true, feel like true. All the but upsets, I didn't pick so. them. Yeah, you know? all the, so. I feel like all of the the upsets this year have just like like oh, a bunch of like Christians no prayed to well, Jesus and then destroyed their <laughs> yeah. teams. Well, like, Oral, Oral Roberts is the like, second 15 seed ever to go to the Sweet 16. Florida Gulf Coast was the other one, Dunk City. Wow. Um, I mean, my thing is like the fact that I'm hearing about Sister Jean and Loyal Chicago again is ridiculous. Yeah, and they that, might be Elite Eight, and then I, who knows? I, I, Pray I, for world peace. I, yeah, not a thirty percent, not a thirty percent awesome. limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that tweet was great. But dude, I mean, I know you watched Loyal Chicago. Just they looked, they looked. Oh, they played basketball so beautifully. <laughs> I loved, He's a just, sucker for that system. And they got Cameron Quetwig, who looks like he could run a food truck. <laughs> And he's out here shooting lefty hooks like a genius, making Kofi Coburn, who looks like Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> see ya. Yeah. I could literally run a food truck. He's got a mustache that looks like a fourth grader, and he's hooking it. I love it. I, I love like to that see that would it. be a great title for the pod, for this episode. What? Mustache like a fourth grader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man. He's, he's this big chubby dude who just plays the game like it's... He passes well, he rebounds, he shoots the right shots, he's Perfect. always in the right place, yeah. and he made Kofi Coburn, who actually looks like Shaquille O'Neal, he's just a big dude who could score over him almost every time, and he outplayed him, and it's it's fun to, it's fun to see. It's March Madness, it's why March Madness is... So special. It just is, because everybody gets a chance, mm-hmm. and, they, and they make the most of it. You always get teams' best games, unless you're Texas... You always get teams best games and that's why that's what makes it so just so fun to watch. Yeah. And and the seeds I'm just beginning to think like that like think about Oral Roberts. That team that team was decided to get into that bracket ahead of Louisville. Like well, that's because they won their conference tournament. I I'm just saying there's yeah, someone, you know, I get what you're saying. That team beat, you know, Louisville like Well, but you know, the other thing that is super interesting about that, right, is like they beat Ohio State, and also Houston, the two seed, beat Cleveland State, eighty-seven to fifty-six. So, like, you know, the fifteen seeds winning—that's just that doesn't happen. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah. so rare. There's like four or five in history. So it's now become like a regular. Like I feel like every year. No, the past couple of years, no fifteen seed has won. The last one was Florida Gulf Coast. That's right, one, and that was like twenty thirteen. So that's a long time ago. Um, but. No, but no, it just proves how much talent is out there. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and 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 I'll be surprised if we don't see two one seeds in the final four. And I, usually, the what has happened the last couple of years is you get a ton of upsets in the first couple of rounds, and you're like, what is going on? And then you get down to the final four, and there's maybe one surprise team, and the other three, you're like. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'd be surprised if Gonzaga and Baylor and um, Alabama, and yeah, and, and those teams, yeah, and Alabama or Michigan doesn't come out, and then they see, you know, Syracuse or Loyola <laughs> Chicago. That 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 makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. But but it's gonna be very entertaining. I can't wait for another weekend of complete insanity. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I'm pumped. I know. Yeah. Well, I think we're all kind of excited. I think we'll call it yeah. here. Yeah. That was good. That yeah. was a good show. Uh. Johnny is gone already, so. Bye from all three of us, and uh, thanks for listening.
All right. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Peace.